coming up for 508, Thursday, the 2nd of April, 2015. There is no levity. It is the 2nd of April now, and there must be no more jokes. Thank you. And the robot voice starting to understand our human customs there. That is good. Uh, I'm recording this final one of the evening with uh, my daughter, Phoebe. Don't worry, I'm not drunk. I was pretending to, I was a little bit drunk earlier on, but now I've sobered up, wouldn't I? Because I'm looking after you. Okay, you're going to be good. You've been quite good, but I think she might start. I've just fed her. And yeah, she's, oh, don't go off on one. We've been having such a lovely time. We're just having a little chat. Okay, and you've done a big fart now, haven't you? I can smell it. That is not professional broadcasting standards. You can't fart in the recording booth and then wriggle around and think that'll get you away with it. Right, let's give this a go. What do you think? You can always stop it if it goes wrong. I don't know when I'm ever going to get any proper work done again. Uh, I had some time to get some stuff done this morning, but only succeeded in sorting out a few chores and bagging up last week's e eBay items and monthly subscriber prizes. Well done to Ben, ben Raphael, who ended up with a hand-drawn T-shirt, a Time Gentleman Please script, and some programmes and a DVD. You can win stuff like this too if you pay a pound or more a month. That gofasterstripe.com slash badges. Have you set that up yet, Phoebe? No. I'd hoped to get to the post office too and to live tweet my first post office queue in a while, but the day got away from me and Luke was about to arrive to drive me to Bath. On the plus side, I feel I'm achieving stuff with almost every spare second, but when will I find time to work on something more substantial than a blog or a Metro article? Even a frame of self-playing snooker seems beyond me. It's all your fault. It was fine before you turned up. I had loads of time. In more bad news, due to tiredness and general clumsiness, the new microphone I used to record the shows has somehow got lost. And in another, another expensive item to add to the list of breakages and misplacements, incredibly, I'm managing to keep my daughter safe so far, though I nearly tripped over Lino on the stairs while carrying her today. Parents tell me in whispers that it's inevitable I'll bang her head or drop her at some point. So far, in spite of the fatigue, I've kept her very safe, but I'm not going to get cocky. I know that I can't protect her from the world or even my own clumsiness. Hopefully she's inherited my thick motorcycle helmet like skull. I sure love motorcycling, Phoebe. That's what I'm renowned for. A motorcycle ram, ram, ram. Yeah, can you do that? I thought we'd left loads of time to get to Bath, but I'd forgotten that tomorrow is a bank holiday because comedians never get any holidays despite the fact they spread joy rather than stealing your money. And the roads were crazy busy. My new satnav found us a different way through and we got to the comedian about 30 minutes before the doors were due to open. I'd used the journey to write my metric column and uh, write my blog, uh, but being on tour does not seem to give me a chance to sleep. But it does mean I get some work done and play some Adam fam Adam's family pinball. It says Adas family pinball there. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Even you know that's ridiculous. As I arrived in town, Russell Howard got in touch to say he was also in Bath and would I like to meet up for dinner. He seems to have forgiven me for all the Haribos I stole from him. I used to kick around Bath as an adolescent on occasion. It's changed a fair bit in the last quarter of a century, though they still haven't updated their archaic swimming baths. I ate ribs with Rusty and his parents and had one beer. Touring is a lonely pursuit, even with a tour manager, and I'm usually in and out of a town as quickly as possible, so it was great to have some social time. Russo came to watch the gig too, which always adds an extra pressure... It's hard to forget that there's a comic in the crowd. I did make some slips, maybe because maybe because of the beer, but probably mainly because I'd been up since 6am with Phoebe, you, wouldn't it? Also, the mic kept on falling apart. This is the proper mic in the, in the venue rather than the one I've lost, which usually happened uh, at an amusing and easy to deal with place in the show, but maybe happened once too often and became slightly annoying. It was a loose performance, which was good in most ways, though. Luca thought it was be the best he'd seen, even though it was annoyed, I was annoyed by the slips. And in the bit about the impressive things about Bath, I found myself delivering an unexpected but pretty well-formulated tirade against Lord Bath's artistic efforts and him putting pictures of his conquests up his staircase. 
I'm delighted by Russell's success. I gigged with him quite a lot in 2004 and 2005 as I found my way back into the stand-up circuit. He was a very hard act to follow, improvising with ease and bursting with ideas. He's been a bit maligned by comedy fans and certain comedians too, but whilst his BBC Three show might not have been aimed at you, this is a big shame because he's a top stand-up, a humble and sensitive man. And also his BBC Three show gave more, more opportunities for new acts to get 20 minutes on TV than any other show and many of them esoteric acts that the production team had to really battle to get onto air. Russamondo also reminisced about the Radio 4 panel show banter that we've both been on and the fun we'd had making it. He always remembers a bit that never made it to air for obvious reasons, when I furiously criticised the website Teens for Cash for clearly being a setup and trying to pull the wool over the eyes of its loyal viewers who believed they were seeing real teens being convinced to have sex in return for money. I remember that being quite an awkward show to edit as we started to try and outdo each other with non-Radio 4-based material, and I felt a bit ashamed of myself afterwards, so I'm glad that Rushmore, as I call him, has good memories of it. But aside from that, it was a great show, and I'm surprised nothing happened with it. But good to see that everyone in it, apart from me and Andrew Collings, have gone on to bigger things. There's room for comedians who are aimed at the youth market, at least to begin with. I know that's how Lee and Herring were originally pitched. It'd be really interesting to see how Russian develops. But if you get a chance to see him live, you should take it. I've had to follow him. I know how hard that is. Any road, any road, yeah, any road. Enough about that, wanker. This is about me. And I was amazing at doing comedy, as long as you don't count the fact that I couldn't keep the microphone in one piece until someone taped it together for me like I was a child. Are you farting? It's not, it's not appropriate just to keep farting. More brilliant. <laughs> and I want to do a fart and I'm not doing it. But partly out of respect for you, Phoebe, and partly out of respect for the listeners. Listen now. More brilliant than crazy fans after the show. A real pleasure to meet them all. I'm surprised to see I don't do this venue, didn't do this venue on the last tour. The years are flying past so fast now. It almost feels like a mad week since I was at the regular venues. But I think I probably did a little bit better in terms of numbers than in 2013. I had about 250 in tonight. I'm very pleased with that. Looking ahead to the rest of April, I think there'll be a few quieter gigs. But March and early April have been phenomenal. And I'm still having a whole lot of fun with the show. Priorities have changed both professionally and personally, but even though in late August I might have been questioning what I wanted to do career-wise and wondering about how practical touring was going to be for me, I'm so pleased that I'm retaining my audience in the face of stiff competition and a lack of anything but self-generated platforms like me talking to a baby into the ether. I now feel more like a stand-up comedian than a writer, and it's interesting that even if I don't get much time to do the latter, I think I'll always be able to do the former on some level. I feel so fortunate to be in the place that I am at at the moment. I've still got some stuff to give, I hope. I managed to find time to put a few... Sorry, Dan, that shocked you. I managed to put a few more things up on eBay, including some of my childlike, i.e. rubbish, hand-drawn T-shirts, more snooker balls, and a fist of fun radio script, including handwritten notes and doodles by both me and Stu, plus unaired material. So that's a real cracking thing. If you like snooker balls and handmade T-shirts, there's stuff there as well. Go to eBay. There's a link on the website and uh, I'm herring 1967. As always, all that money is going towards more, making more internet-based comedy and more stuff will go up on eBay every week to help us fund that. You did very well, Phoebe, well done. You're going to go back to sleep because it's um, 11 o'clock now and I quite like to go to bed. What do you think the chances of you going to sleep are? Me? Nothing to say now? Okay. Oh, there we go, a little something. Oh, going red in the face. Are you going to show the world how stroppy you can be after being so good? What are you wriggling around for? Stop it.